Welcome to Art of Retreat 2018, the Parkour Leadership and Education Conference. This year we're in the Cascade Mountains outside of Seattle. I'm Craig Constantine from Movers Mindset, and I'm here with Nico Powell. Nico is the head coach for Forge Parkour in Portland, Oregon. He's got a Bachelor of Science degree in both Health Science and Physical Activity. Since graduating in 2015, he has found himself pursuing the study of biomechanics. Parkour has been a guiding light for Nico over the past eight years pushing him into his field of study and providing him with an opportunity to be part of something greater than himself. Welcome, Nico. Hello. It's a great pleasure to be here. Nico, your session was titled Holistic Biomechanics, and my first question is can you unpack that a little bit and give us a feel for what you were discussing? Yeah, when I presented, I spoke a lot about these three main systems that we generally think of as the holistic systems within the body. And the uh, systems that I spoke about uh, were the nervous system, the circulatory system, and the way that we spoke about it was as the valve system, and then the fascial system or our tensegrity system. So uh, holistic biomechanics is sort of the study of how the body works as a whole, how the mind and body are connected as opposed to two separate entities. And so when we look at the body, we have to take into consideration the nervous system which is sort of how we process information from our environment, as well as how our brain integrates that information to create motor patterns that we then use to move throughout space. And uh, in conjunction with our nervous system, we also have our fascial system. And the fascial system is sort of this uh, elastic, uh, sorry, elastic system that runs throughout our entire body. It wraps around all of our tissues and it connects uh, our entire body together seamlessly. Our nerves from our nervous system are also innervated throughout the fascia. And so if there's a problem within our fascia, we generally have a little bit of miscommunication throughout our body and, and the way that our body communicates with our brain. One of the things that tends to not necessarily confuse people, but take them by surprise is this recategorization of the stress response. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes when we look at the part of the nervous system that has to deal with stress, we break it down into the rest and digest response and then the fight or flight response. And personally, I don't necessarily entirely like using that kind of description because the way that the stress response works is that you're either in your stress response or you're not. And so I like to look at the two systems more as the adaptive, the resting response, and the reflexive, the fight or flight. Okay, that's a different way from the way I've heard it described before. What prompted you to change that way of thinking about it, you know, in your own mind? What, 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 where did you, what catalyzed that recategorization? Um, So in your parasympathetic response, which is the resting response, um, you're using your sensory organs to process your environment and the motor patterns that you use to move throughout space are then created in your motor cortex and you um, are moving through the environment in a much more efficient, adaptive way. Whereas when you are in your stress response, you don't use as much sensory information from your environment. You don't take in the whole picture. Rather, you're taking in much more of a focused perception of what's happening in your environment. And your body has to respond in a much more quick survival-based way, instinctively, as opposed to using all of the information to try and make an informed decision about what's happening. This makes me wonder how meta this got. So you're talking about stress response and nervous system. And I'm wondering, have you given this presentation before? How did your, for you personally, how did giving the presentation go? How did you interact with the students? Because you have to be running the meta train of thought of like, 
I'm watching my nervous system respond as I attempt to talk about how the nervous system responds. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. Um, I definitely found myself a little anxious and a little nervous. I have never presented this material before uh, to an audience like this. And usually when I'm discussing this material, it's more on a one-on-one -on -one basis or within a smaller group of people where it's much more of a conversation <laughs> as opposed to like, I'm this guy giving you a big lecture. <laughs> right. You should listen to me. And so... Uh, it was a little nerve-wracking at first, and I definitely found myself in my stress response during the first part of it. Um, the way that I break down the nervous system is as these active stages and these conservation of energy stages. And the active stages start with your startle response, and then your other three active stages are the fight, flight, and freeze response. And then your conservation of energy stages, if you spend a lot of time in your stress response, eventually your body will release a lot of um, a lot of cortisol and these other hormones that sort of start to depress your system more and you go into the conservation of energy stages of withdrawal and then collapse. Now, when I was giving my presentation, I found myself initially in my flight response, sort of pulling away from the audience, sort of twisting away, <laughs> trying to see if there was anywhere that I could go. Um, and then eventually, once I saw that the, the, the group was sort of feeling the vibe of what I was putting out and started to have a lot more questions and it turned more from a lecture into a conversation. I sort of hit my stride, I calmed down and everything was just peachy. So on each of these interviews, we're trying to find something to inspire people or, or to challenge them. And uh, I'm thinking in nervous system territory, there's got to be a lot of really good ideas that people can take out of this material. So is there one that one thread that you want to pull out? Yeah, definitely. So Oftentimes when we think about stress management, we think about forms of meditation. And one of the time one of one of the ways that we do that is through this idea of mindfulness. And mindfulness is the activity of being aware of how your environment impacts your thoughts. Okay. And what I like to do and what I've learned to do through the biomechanics program that I was in was this idea of being sensory. And the idea of being sensory is um, very similar to mindfulness. It's the awareness of how your thoughts and your environment impact your physical structure. And so it's creating an awareness of sort of how your body is resting in space in response to whatever's going on around you. Um, again, that has a correlation with our startle response and the rest of our stress continuum. And so one of the ways that we can sort of start to be more sensory is by picking a few different points in our body and trying to start seeing how they relate to each other as we move through space. And it's not just like, a momentary thing. It's something you need to do over a period of time so that you actually have time for your brain to send signals out to those parts of your body, receive signals back, and do a few laps uh, to and fro your body. Um, your body does not communicate instantly. It does have to travel along these nerve pathways that do, do take time. I mean, it, to go from your head to your feet and back it can sometimes take as long as 90 seconds. Hmm. And so it's really important that you give yourself the time to be aware of what your structure is doing and kind of reflecting upon um, what your nerves are sending out to your brain as opposed to just trying to consciously control everything all of the time. Thank you, Nico. It's a pleasure talking to you and terrific material. Nico is one of 24 presenters this year at Art of Retreat, so be sure to check back often to hear more.